Hi, I'm Sean Patrick Leonard. And who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. Settle in as we begin to tell you about some friends. Folks you know in Chicago and some you've never met. We'll talk about the things they say and do. There's a question posed to old and new. Who the fuck are you? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Kevin Alvis, and welcome back to another episode of Who the Fuck Are You? Where I sit down with the talented people of Chicago to find out what they do, why they do, and where they do what they do do. Oh, the news of everyone getting vaccinated is so fantastic. It's either that or the Prozac's starting to settle in. But man, oh man, I'm seeing a glimmer of hope for some friendship-filled summer times. I can't wait. Go get stuck in the arm, folks. We need to hang out with our friends again. Yeah! On today's episode, I'm sitting down with a very talented young gentleman that I met years ago and always love getting to chat with. He's a talented actor, writer, director, producer. He kind of does it all, and his name sounds real fancy. Please welcome Sean Patrick Leonard. That's my fancy voice. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. There's best one can in this, you know world we're living in these days no doubt man so good to see you it's great to see you too i'm glad we ran into each other at the that read that uh cory and sarah had recently because it's been it's been a while you and you've been a busy man so it's great to finally yeah. to see that you've got some time to yourself man uh it, it it's funny because you know everybody says oh you're so busy you're so busy but with a lot of this stuff that i do you know we did it like a year ago you know or we did it uh, two yeah. years ago or that's the one thing about our business is that uh, if you are in the theater of course it's immediate and for actors you know we all love that immediacy kind of thing. gotta have it give um, it to me let me know uh, how i did it something right now well, let's all absolutely what i just did <laughs> oh and that instant gratification at the end where mm-hmm. hopefully they enjoyed it you know mm-hmm. kind of thing or at least started thinking about something <laughs> right <laughs> hey uh, what i was going to say though is that you know so that's where i started was you know in the theater and that's how you and i have gotten to know each other over the years but yeah. uh you know for the past decade i moved over to the film world so if we do something you know i could do something two years ago three years ago four years ago uh and might now be seeing some of the exposure or benefits or whatever you want to call that or you know uh in some cases you know especially recently i i definitely got some criticisms that i didn't necessarily expect uh, oh, wow. and they okay. they hit pretty hard you know i mean that's uh, i've been thinking a lot during this time that we're living in you know and i'm sure most of us are deep in thought of you know are we coming back is our career coming back right. uh, what is our career you know mm-hmm. and how do i transition into my the rest of my life and all these other things i'm sure you know we've all been thinking about those been things a year of reevaluation my goodness uh no doubt so in this time you know i've really done a lot of that exploration um i've been for two years, I've been in therapy, you know, and it's been the best thing. Congratulations. For my, thank you. I've been uh, a year and a half. 
congratulations, man. I, I think really everybody could benefit from that, especially after this year. It's lovely. And you know, it's just that, oh, you're going to see somebody to talk about your stuff. Right. You know, absolutely. Yeah, I got well, that's why I, I do talk with, about. Right. And I do that with my wife and with my friends and things like that. But what happens when I have to talk about everything, mm -hmm. you know, and I have to talk about the the deep down dirty stuff yeah you know and about you don't myself. want to burden your family with that you want to burden your your spouse or your friends and also there's sometimes some things you it's you may hold back on because you don't know what they're going to think when you say it where your therapist is like you can say whatever you want to me uh, and we'll go from there but you're paying me and i'm on your dime i actually had a, a situation with my therapist where we were talking about some things and i was like can i talk about this and she's like yes you can and i was like oh you're the only person I think I can talk about this with. And it's right. wonderful to have that non-biased ear to listen to that won't judge yeah. or, or get upset at something you might be thinking or something like that. And they're just there to help guide you through whatever positive or negative thing you're rolling with at that time. Absolutely. And, you know, along with that, you know, having that relationship be, you know, a different kind of intimacy uh, is really such a lovely thing. And I see why people are very finicky when it comes to selecting, you know, the right person for them when it comes mm -hmm. to, you know, sharing some of your deepest, darkest or, you know, all the good stuff too, like all of it anywhere in between. I, I wish I would have done this years ago, uh, but I did realize that in my transition from doing uh, theater to film is that, you know, I miss this being on stage and saying, okay, well, there might be five people in the audience, but they clapped at the end and you felt good about that or you felt something, right? It was mm -hmm. that catharsis that we all need. Right. Well, in film, I have, you know, I mean, okay, this scene feels great or this is looking good or whatever it is. And yet you don't work a lot in the film world, you know, unless you're a movie star or it's something a, like yeah, that. So, you know, we're lucky to work one or two mm -hmm. weeks it's hard, right? Unless you're making your own stuff or thing. And even that takes a lot of money, a lot of time. time. Blah, blah, blah. Oh man. A lots of money, way more than a lot you of, ever think. A lot of everything. Right. <laughs> yes. um, and so in that, you know, I needed a catharsis. I needed something to get my stuff off my chest, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I also needed to talk about some things and go through some things that I went through as a child you know, that I'm sure we all have experienced in some sort of varying fashion. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, mine was really deep and really, you know, uh, I'm a child of divorce. So uh, I'm born and raised here in Chicago. I'm from the Lincoln Park neighborhood. Okay. But my, my mom and dad got divorced when I was two. Uh, so she's, you know, she kept me and he moved away. So, but that divorce was real tough, you know, really hard, especially you, that's how you're kind of getting introduced to life, you know, is through that. And also on top of that, I, I experienced something where a babysitter did some really nasty things to me. Uh, and Jeez. yeah, so I've had to go through some, this other therapy, which I really wanted to share with everybody that's listening out there. Uh, it's called EMDR. It's amazing. You see a therapist that you sit down and talk to once every couple of weeks, at least I do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's great. It's just like this. It's via Zoom or in office when we can go back to that. And, you know, it's a great hour in which I laugh, cry, do all of that fun stuff. Right. But mm -hmm. I had those traumas, you know, of not having a dad around and then this other thing happening. Right. Okay. Uh, and those are traumatic, right? We, we have, we experience trauma, but like really traumatic right. things. And some of us, you know, experience 
like, you know, I was in a bad car accident. And so you end up going down certain paths because of these traumatic happenings, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Well, what it's called EMDR. EMDR deals with uh, light sensitivity and also kind of like the best way to describe it is that they kind of rewire your brain a little bit. There's no shock therapy. You know, it's not cuckoo's nest or anything like that <laughs> okay, there's no good. ratchet yeah nurse ratchet ain't coming from the bag no and like to bite down on go, or drooling and right. things. Yeah. that's always good that's always a plus no it was, it was funny that that was one of the a question i got right away was like what are they doing to you you know and i'm like okay so <laughs> what we do is i talk about the traumatic memories that happened in my life mm-hmm. and when i'm in office they give me actually a, a paddle it's two paddles and it, there's just a, a light on it right and it's a blinking light so it blinks from here to this one over here uh-huh. right and I just have to follow it with my eyes back and forth, back and forth while I wear headphones. And I hear basically what it sounds like pong in my ears. Okay. Right. So you just hear this. Yeah. Blip, blip, you know, and I'm just going back and forth. Now, while I'm doing that, I have to bring up the memory that happened to me. Oh, so wow. we do kind of like a, we stage it for not stage it, but we talk about it first. Right. So it's just kind of like pre-production, right? right? You know, we're talking about the, I have to tell you about my memory and we have to go into some details, but she's going to kind of like help guide me through my memory when we're under this, I guess you would call it a trance. It's not really a trance. No, so you're yeah, very, yeah. you're very much cognitive, you know, you're cognizant of everything. Extreme focus and, probably would be a good way to like, you're just extremely yes, where you, absolutely. you get so focused, so, yeah. where you get that tunnel, you shut out the world, you know, it totally feels like these little doors are opening, you know, inside of your mind and wow. new, like old memories that you have suppressed or you forgot bits, bits and pieces and stuff like that are all opened up to you once again. Wow. And you kind of have to relive it. Um, you don't have to relive it. You just relive it. That and sounds, you go through a lot. I mean, it is intense. It's the most like a, intense an thing. exhausting journey, but I'm sure by the For end. For sure. It's a game changer. Yeah, I yeah. cannot, cannot. I now can talk about this stuff, you know, openly and freely. And I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, everybody, look what happened to me. No, right. but, you know, you don't have to. Uh, some you people that I've told in the past, they feel very uncomfortable about it totally fine i'm not going to bring it up i'm not going to say hey everybody again i'm not right hi nice to see you again <laughs> so when i was six you know no but um if you want to talk about it or if you have some questions i can freely speak about my feelings now without having to destroy myself every time or be totally afraid of what the outcome is going to be well man i'm glad you're finding this journey and i'm glad this is this oh man this has it been is amazing so for you. congratulations it's been a long that's Thanks, i know man. that's a big thing for me when i first started going because it comes with a very negative connotation John, thank you so much for coming to sit with me, man. Like I said, it is great to see thank your face. You. Congratulations on that healing journey. That's fantastic. I'm glad you're, thank I'm glad you. you're getting what yeah. you need. That's uh, uh, so that. it's been really cool, man. You know, and it feels, it, it feels right. That's you know, good. and that's, I, good. that's why I'm really like, Oh God, I really can't wait to, you know, be out there amongst people again and be able to right. hug everyone, you know, and it's say, Hey, I've been working on myself and now here's the real me, you know, like that, that, that old me was the real me. It was just a hurt me. Right. And now, yeah, I'm at least, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, let's get to know the healed you some. Oh, geez, Louise. All right, let's do it. I, uh, (laughs) you are now originally, because you just told me from here in Chicago, you said Lincoln Park, correct? I am. I'm from the North side. Um, I'm actually, 
my mom still lives in the same building uh, that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is right across the street from the Lincoln Park Zoo. So growing up, oh, uh, nice. having that as your front yard, it was uh, more than a privilege. I'm uh, sure that was a, a great on the weekends when you had something. Oh, when you just amazing. get out and go. Yeah, yeah. Was it because uh, living in Chicago, obviously Chicago is chocked full of fantastic theater and art. Is that something that kind of triggered you into interest in acting and filmmaking or, or creating stories that way? Or at what point were you like, I want to give this acting thing a shot? Was sure. something that snagged you? Uh, there was something that snagged me. Uh, I met a girl. It was a, it was a girl. Always a girl. It was a girl. It's always a girl, isn't it? Uh, and I wanted to get to know her better. And so uh, I found out that she was the... Uh, president of the drama club during that time i saw her in action and we didn't really jive but i really dug the acting thing uh so i kind of stuck on board and then i went to columbia college downtown okay uh so i went to lincoln park high school uh and then columbia college downtown and decided i was going to be a radio major i'm big into sports and it just so happens that none of the classes kind of matched up uh, so I just took a bunch of electives and things like that. And mm-hmm. one of the electives was an acting one basic skills class. Uh, and the woman who taught it, Suzanne Thompson, who is also kind of a part of Steppenwolf and their uh, summer program and things like that. She was our teacher. And at the end of it, she came to me and said, have you ever thought about doing this for real? And I said, no, but she said, I think you really have a little something, you know, and I think that maybe you should take another class or two and see where it goes. And so I did. And my next class was with this guy named Brian Shaw and Brian Shaw is uh, he has done a lot of stuff with plasticine. He was the Dean of Columbia for a short time. Uh, Just, you know, works with collaboration, amazing artist. So he was my scene study teacher and he was a tough guy, man. He was like a really fair and honest guy, but he gave tough notes and things like that. And, but he really kind of, yeah, you did. As a young performer, because it's, I mean, it's a scary fucking thing to get up and pour your heart out in front of some people. And you really need somebody who can be there to be like, all right, not, totally. not, not in a shitty way, but you're sucking. So you've got cranked up here in Chicago through uh, that program, which is fantastic that she, that, that she was able to be like, hey, you need to do this and saw something in you at that age. Yeah, um, that was that was a really I mean, the fact that I I knew that when I made that switch, that that was going to be that moment, you know, that you're always going to remember. Uh, it was like after our final class, our final scene and everything like that. I felt good. We did Sam Shepard. I felt you know, like, oh, I like this Sam Shepard guy. I don't know him very well, right. but he's my guy, he's, you know. And oh, at the God, time, he's... he was my guy. I ended up, ended up doing like four or five Shepard pieces after that. And he became kind of like between him and like Quentin Tarantino kind of helped shape me as an artist as I started to move through things. And you I know? can see that from the little bit of work I've uh, I've, I've seen you do in the, in the uh, <laughs> yeah. hanging out with you and just like seeing like like clips of you in films and things like that. I can see that. Cause that was actually one thing that I was wanted to bring up. You are such a, you, you're a really nice down to earth, approachable dude. Like the first time we met was at a random party somewhere. And I think we ended up talking for like 30 minutes. Like we kind of like you, you just are the kind of guys like, I mean, you're easy to talk to very like, you're a good person. I appreciate but that. A lot of times I see you playing <laughs> just dirt bags, like shitty 
dirt bags. Ooh, I like dirt bags. And See, I, everybody's like, well, what are you? What are because you playing, actually, man? I think like, the first thing I saw you perform in was at, uh, it was at the factory theater when it was, um, <laughs> oh man, I'm blanking on it. What was, what was incident? Incident. Yes. Incident. Um, I'm run 12, 17. That yeah. show. Uh, I saw it, uh, I think on a Saturday, um, it, 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 for everyone listening, it was about a uh, a red line car that got stuck underground, and uh, John's character took over and kidnapped, uh, basically held people hostage for an hour, and it was disturbing and disgusting and, and so much fun. Uh, and uh, but I got, I saw that show. I think it was on Saturday, and I think on Tuesday I had to get on the red line to go downtown for an audition. And I got on there, and the doors closed, and it started going. And I thought about that show, and I panicked. I was like, "Oh shit," because it was such. You were such a you. Were, you were there's no other way to say it except you were just a complete and utter dirtbag but to a really cool. like an incredible point like that kind of dirtbag where you're like i believe that guy in real life has to be that shitty because i believe so much how shitty he is now you know what i'm saying and with that you know just the fact that i'm a pretty nice guy at least i think of myself as a nice guy and this was a way for me to unleash some stuff so us talking about the th therapy stuff earlier mm -hmm. is just like okay this was my therapy right it was like oh go and make all those people that are in the audience make them believe that you will kill them yep. by the end of this play i love villains because you can get away with, with everything the it was worst awesome. thing in the world and there's <laughs> zero consequences when the stage lights come back when the stage lights go off and the and house comes up and you walk out you're like do 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 gonna go have a drink because i'm still just a dude and i'm a nice guy right Except right right i just made you think i was gonna kill you and that right. felt great but uh, uh, uh go for us what's so you you grew up in theater uh we love theater it's theater's great yeah also, i but, haven't done a lot of theater i miss it i mean uh talking about incident on run 12 17 uh I did that eight years ago with those guys yeah, been a long time. Uh, and I definitely miss theater for sure. I, so I you dived know, headlong into the, the film world. I did uh, 10, 11, 12, gosh, 12 years ago now, 12 years ago, uh, you've been busting your ass. Cause I was looking at your IMDB page before, you know, this all started and it oh, just thanks. runs <laughs> and runs and runs and runs. Cause I mean, it's like you said, a lot of times you're working on projects that don't, that don't come out right away or yeah, sometimes a little bit smaller projects. So you don't realize how much people have done until you look at the list of what the, of the work they put in and man, you've put right. in a, a lot of fucking work. And, and, and in 12 years, I've done, I'm, I'm very impressive. proud of myself. I got, lucky and fortunate and i got an agent who i had a really great relationship with and it worked out well i started booking some stuff here and there and it was cool uh, work out great because you've been working as an actor <laughs> for so long and then on top of that you've now shifted into not only just acting but creating as well as a director and writing your own and producing your own short films and everything like that you've been really fucking yeah. headstrong into it so let's talk about some little bit of the acting stuff first because i want to i do oh, want to sure. go back. i want to talk about some of your projects that you've got out and coming up so you know people can know what the fuck is going on well um, thanks but we just mentioned something about range runners this is a project yes. where you were just an actor where this is in your acting zone yes absolutely um, and it is from the trailer i saw about <laughs> two backwoods dirt bags who terrorize a woman who's trying to get her her life together back as a runner uh, deep in the forest somewhere. Um, wow. Yep. Um, so gross. You're so gross in that movie already. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. You just watch the trailer and you're so good at it. It's so great. 
Um, what can you tell us more about that project? Like, how did the, how did that one come across your plate? Was that some uh, something you had been working on with uh, your collaborating friends, or was that something that you all just straight up auditioned for and and, and rolled into that role? Uh, yeah. So a few years ago, about four or five now, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I auditioned for a short film through my agent, mm-hmm. and it was a cool part and everything like that. Going for the audition. I'm not right for it, uh, but they want to see me for something else. I end up booking it and I was like, oh, cool. So I meet this new brand new fresh out of the, you know, like they, all these guys work on all the Chicago shows. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and they were called fatal funnel films. Okay. It's basically these two guys who, you know, so they do this film. It was called cellar door, uh, went on a little festival run. So it did really well for them. And they decided that instead of making that feature, which was going to cost them a lot of money, uh, that they had some money and that they wanted to make something a little smaller. So they wrote this and they, I guess, just really liked what I had to do with their other short film because they basically kind of wrote this part for me. They kept me in the loop, you know, for most of the process, you know, on who they were going to cast as the lead. And it did really well, you know, it, it's out on Amazon right now. So if you guys want to check it out and oh, a bunch of now. other, oh, great. it is. Yes. Nice. You can go out and rent, rent it tonight. I, if you like. I could watch there it. There you go. Home. I think In it's fact. on other platforms as well. So you just check your little Roku and see uh, if we're out there, but yeah, we shot it two years ago in Southern Illinois. Uh, it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. We went on a film festival run in 2019 and mm-hmm. it did great. So I'm forever grateful to those guys, man. Those guys are the best. And uh, uh, yeah, Fatal Funnel Films, I'll plug them forever. They're awesome. And that's I think they're the, doing. We could find that on Amazon Prime. Amazon, look them up on Facebook, uh, you know, follow their stuff. They're really kick-ass guys. I'm planning, uh, my, uh, Kim and I have been talking about planning a weekend where we watch nothing but all of our friends' projects. So we will well, definitely cool. add Range Runners that. so we can watch you be a total dirtbag and chase this poor woman Thank through, you. Through, the, through the forest. Uh, and, yes, um, they were awesome to work with, though. I, I'm sure you'd have to be because the, that that's probably a very intimate, like, scary Thing. I mean, the concept is already scary. So taking yourself to those points and letting yourself go to those points, I'm sure is just a lot. So um, I can't wait to see it. It, seems it like was it's- a lot. There was talk about build. Uh, it was all about, you know, building trust between the three of us. Mm-hmm. You know, the most of the movie centers, uh, it's kind of, you'll see, uh, it's kind of split into, you know, an A storyline and a B storyline. Um but it was, and it was definitely divided into camps, right? The B storyline yeah. takes place in the past and things like that. Totally different actors, all that kind of stuff. Whereas the three of us and most of the movie is just the three of us had to learn like, okay, we know a little bit about each other, but right. now we really have to kind of get to know each other. And you know, the thing about working with on projects, um, you, ha- you have to know people real fast. You have to get very intimate with people very quickly. And it's like, hi, you're strangers. Now um, go do this very intimate or violent or intimately violent thing or or you have to kiss each other or you have to do all this stuff that you won't normally do to people unless you've known them for 10 years you have to do that right. in 10 minutes you know so it's, right. it's so much trust and so much faith in the other and the, the rest of the cast and that they they're not bored it makes the project terrible so yeah go check out range <laughs> runners awesome. on amazon i'm sure it's fucking amazing i can't wait Thank to you. see it i'm gonna put that on the list um yeah, move over because uh, I don't want to keep you all night, but I do want to talk about uh, your other side of you, which is, 
you've recently put out a short film called Love Me Tinder, but as the director, writer, and producer, oh, that's a lot of work, dude. Um, what? It's a lot of work. What made you switch over? Like, what? What was the thing? <laughs> You're like, I'm an actor, but what made you really start taking things in your own hands? So five years ago, I was coming home uh, actually from a theater event. Uh, I am a stay-at-home dad mm -hmm. to two wonderful children. Uh, I've been doing that for seven years. Uh, and this was, you know, a night where I got to kind of go out. Well, sure enough, black ice everywhere, slip, fall, break my leg uh, at like 2 a.m. in the middle of a street. And I Ugh. like I break it severely. Right. Ugh. And. Uh, and the other thing was I had just signed with a brand new agent and I was really looking forward to, you know, seeing what was on the horizon with them and, and literally break my leg like the next day after I'd heard the news, not you know, good like, actor oh. way. Oh yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I took it literally. You mother. stupid son of a bitch. Right. Damn it. Uh, and so I spent three months in a cast and I sat there and said, well, man, thank God my wife was there. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. if she wasn't there, man, I would have been fucked. You know, seriously, I kind of had that what if moment, mm -hmm. you know, it, I'm laying in bed one night next to my wife. I'm in a cast and everything like that. And I was just like, what if she wasn't here? And so it started to, it was that, you know, the ring of like, you got to do something with that. What is it? What is it? What is it? okay, well, you've written some plays and things like that, but you don't really do theater anymore. So right. write a screenplay. I had met a director that at a film festival that I really appreciated his work and we really got along. So I said, hey, can I send this to you? And he read it and said, your formatting is way off. You got to learn how to do that. But there's something in there. Uh, what do you want to do? But uh, ultimately, I ended up developing this script with him, and we decided to produce it together. And That's I said, amazing. okay, I want to learn how to do this. But I was like, I want to make something different. And so I had come up with this concept uh, because of Tinder and Bumble and things like that, that, mm -hmm. you know, what happens if we made a horror movie about it? you know, about the horrors of online dating and, you know, marriage and all of these kind of things. Mm -hmm. So I had come up with this idea about a guy who was cheating on his wife by going on Tinder. Okay. And, you know, this is kind of his regular hobby and things like that. And he decides, you know, he's flipping, you know, right, left, doing his running commentary, all of that kind of stuff. Well, he, you know, ends up matching with somebody and uh, she's going to come over and they're going to have a grand old time. They, you know, what I've heard it like in the Tinder world, it seems, I guess people get right to it right away. You know, it's just like, okay, just walk in, get to town, get out. Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Show me your dick. You know what Jesus I mean? It's like, Christ. whoa. Yeah. Now I didn't want to make was it that 20 so years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I was like, ah, oh, that just sounds kind of fascinating and weird. And I was like, oh, what if I do an ode to 80s horror and stuff like that? So I wrote it in the style of basically like it's a chapter thing like Creep Show. And oh, so I wanted oh, yeah, to yeah. write write my own Creep Show chapter. Right. Oh, right? great. 
So uh, I wrote it and sent it around for, you know, just some feedback. And I decided to enter it into a couple film festivals as a script. And it actually did really well. And I was really impressed. I was like, oh, so I ended up teaming up with this one guy uh, and him and I got together and decided we're going to produce this thing. Well, then the pandemic hit and then we had a lot of ups and downs with the production. I don't know how the hell this thing got made, but somehow by the grace of God, it did get made. And in the process, it gave me an idea to actually, I love this chapter idea. And for us as filmmakers, uh, we don't make very much money on short films. They Mm -hmm. become calling cards for us, you know, as directors or actors or whatever it may be that I was like, well, how could I make money with short films? Well, do an anthology kind of thing. Well, what if I made an anthology myself um, but something a little different, not a horror anthology, so so to speak, but something that has a bit of a through line. So, you know, uh, my passion for women is immense <laughs> and I wanted to do something and create something for the women in my life. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to make an anthology about strong female characters and I'm going to call it the Herstory Chronicles. There you go. Hers, yeah, her story, yeah, right? Yeah. Her story chronicles. So Love Me Tinder is the first chapter. It has a bit of some Tarantino and some horror and some good stuff. And so, yeah, that's where I'm kind of like leaning as a, so a this filmmaker. This is just the start of a whole project, which is amazing. I love that. Yeah, love something that kind of bigger. I'm a, big, I'm a big anthology fan. I love things cool. like Four Rooms and Creep Show yeah. and that kind of stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. especially when you have yep. like multiple stories in one project that are handled in four different ways with like four different directors and with four yep. cast and all this kind of stuff where they all kind of fit but they're all different it's a little it's it's the charcuterie board of film it's like it's a little bit of everything Absolutely. for everybody and you can just find something you like and overall you're going to enjoy your whole evening kind of situation well, that's yep. exciting and this is Absolutely. apparently it's a good sign too because for the whole thing because you i just saw where you recently just were nominated in a film festival for four different awards for this short film we did uh yeah it was quite shocking but amazing uh, really cool yeah our lead is uh mickey o'sullivan uh he is a wonderful amazing actor he was terrific to work with he's up for best actor and then we got yeah nominated for a couple other ones and so yeah i couldn't ask for a better start um where is there a place where we can find love me tinder is it available uh, to the public not just yet. Oh, well, uh, why so, the fuck are we even talking about, John? I Jesus. know. Well, just you know, everybody it's, all, up it's all about the hype, right? Uh, <laughs> so I have been submitting to film festivals around the country. Uh, I have done my first round. Uh, we will be waiting to hear from some of those uh, over the course of this year. I just happened to hear about that one today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what happens in a film festival run for those that may not know is that I cannot release anything publicly online or else I will be disqualified from any of those festivals. And some of them bring with them, you know, sometimes cash awards and or like development things or stuff like that. So worth not losing that for. So if you do want to see one of my films, uh, I, all my films that I've directed and or, you know, produced and whatnot, they're all shorts. So they're all, you know, 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have one on Amazon right now, Amazon oh, Prime, Amazon Prime. So it's free if oh, you have. Yeah, it's list. called Step One. It is about a man who goes to his first AA meeting. Okay. Uh, and our lead actor, Tom McLeod, who also wrote it 
he won Best Actor at the Twister Alley Film Festival down in Oklahoma for the role. So you got to check it out. There you go on Amazon Prime. What's the name of that one again? Step One. Step One. Go find that. It's there. So along with Range Runners as well. Well, we have reached that part of the show. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've listened to one, but here it is. Uh, we are now at the point I like to call Same Three Questions. Same Three Questions. Ah. And these okay. are three questions that I ask all of my guests because okay. uh, I want to hear. I, like, I love hearing all the different answers, and it really kind of tells me a little bit more about who you are. So uh, question number one. Okay. If you could have one superpower. Which would it be and why? I think after all of, I got it. Okay. After all of my healing and all of this stuff that I have been going through, I'm ready to fly. Ah, yes. That is such a good one. Yeah, it's funny because I remember this used to be a question at my, uh, I used to work at a restaurant and they, I used to always throw it in there to like managers. I was like, ask them flight or invisibility and see what they say. Cause you'll find out everything you'll need to know about that guy and whether that yeah, we yeah. should hire him. Right. You know, right. And I was just like, it's very interesting how people go. They either want to soar or they want to hide, you know, kind of thing. So really interesting. It's stuff. been interesting with this question too, because even some people go outside the realm of actual superpowers that we know. And it's like, I want to make everybody happy. Right. Or I would love to be able to take away somebody's anger or something like that. I was like, oh, that's uh, fucking amazing. That's you're a much better person than I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to just be invisible. So I, can I just go, want to fucking know? punch walls and shit. Jesus. I want to steal food, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> my, my superpower is theft. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, flight. I love flight. And I actually that's right. one of mine as well, too. So uh, great work. Okay. Uh, question, question number two. two. If after you died, you were reincarnated as a sandwich, which sandwich would that be? Ooh, damn. Well, I'm from Chicago. Mm -hmm. I'll go Italian beef mm. dipped. Yeah. Sweet and hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a great sandwich. That's a great sandwich. There you sandwich. go. Yeah, that's a good one to come back at. It kind of describes me, you know? Yeah. Little dip. Italian little beef. I'm not Italian. More like Irish beef. Uh, maybe it's an Irish corned beef. <laughs> there you but, go. Yeah. An Irish Italian beef. It's an it's a corned beef dipped, dipped with hot, sweet beef. and hot. Yeah, there you go. I love it. I love it. That is great. <laughs> God damn it! I want to I want to get you a T-shirt that just says "sweet and hot." Yes, please. <laughs> That's your. When's your birthday? Let me know. We'll send it. <laughs> I will. Um, Perfect. I love it. And, it make, oh, and again, it makes me this. That's the question that always makes me hungry. Uh, and number three, finally, hey Sean. Um, mm. blue or green? Green. Ooh, I am sorry. The answer is blue. It's always, mm. always something. God blessed. That's oh, well. the only thing I've got for a bit. Um, <laughs> where can people find you? Do you have social media? Do you do all that shit? Do you have a I website? Do. Where the fuck can people um, find all the stuff you do? Sure. Most of the stuff you can find me on is probably facebook which is you know like old man social media mm -hmm. you know um i do a little instagram i believe i'm uh, spl17 so <clears throat> you can look me up there okay but yeah sean patrick leonard on facebook and uh yeah reach out great 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 we'll go find sean on facebook <clears throat> go check out all his stuff on amazon um man it has been great catching up with you it's great to see your face and congratulations so good to see on, you but not only on all your uh work 
in, in your industry and in your field as an actor and writer and everything, but uh, just your general work on yourself. I mean, I know that's a big deal yeah. in, that, in it and I'm glad that's really working out for you. So congratulations. I appreciate that. That's, that's awesome to take those leaps and bounds. So I um, say the same to you, my friend. Next, congratulations. That's so lovely. Much. It has been great to see you. So thanks again for your time. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, brother. Oh, that's Sean Patrick Leonard with his fancy name and his fancy ways. Sure do like that guy. Go check out all his stuff on Amazon and be sure to follow him on social media so you won't miss out on his cool-ass projects. Well, that about does it for this episode. Be sure to rate and review us and spread the word so we can keep on going. That's how we know you're listening. Let us know you're listening. Thanks again to my dear friend, Mr. Jason Moody, for this theme song, and my dear friend, Corbett Pasco for our three-question stinger. Be sure to join us again when I sit down with a new guest and ask them that burning question. Who the fuck are you? Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.